0: Hello, everyone. I'm Corey, and we're talking manpower. Today, I'm with Miss Susan Anthony. She's the Director of Manpower and Force Analysis at the United States Army Training and Doctrine Command. Miss Anthony, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So, please tell me a little bit about your role here at TRADOC.
1: My primary role is to manage the manpower and the command um, and to ensure we have the correct resources in the right spots to make sure our soldiers are trained and ready when they get to the units they are assigned to.
0: So what type of missions or projects are you currently working on?
1: Um, The biggest project we've been working on recently has been the grade plate. So we're trying to help the Army ensure that we've got the right grades and the right spots for the officers and um, to get the bubbles leveled and for us we had a lot of branch and material positions across TRADOC for various reasons and um, what we agreed to do was help them to move some of those into branch specific MOSs to help them level out um, so we're working on that. We got some of it done in what we're calling Phase 1 and we're going to move forward and do some more for them in Phase 2.
0: So what are some of the unique benefits and some of the unique challenges of doing manpower and force management here at TRADOC?
1: So some of the unique benefits for me, having worked at the headquarters level and worked at a smaller command, when I came to TRADOC, I was able to get a lot closer to the soldiers. and. And when I say that, I get closer to the soldiers at a younger age. Primarily when they come in to the Army. Um, as early as when they hit the reception battalions. And it really makes you see what you're doing and what you're doing this for. Um, it puts a different perspective on it. it. makes you proud of what you do every day. And, and that's truly a benefit You know, a lot of people think what we do doesn't have a direct impact, but it does. And it makes you proud of what you do. It makes you excited about what you do. Um, The challenges are where the Army's headed. We're getting smaller. I don't know that our missions are necessarily changing, but we have to be more strategic. We have to think about what do we really need to do in the future? Where could we... Um, use some of the uh, techniques and skills that we've learned, Lean Six Sigma, process improvement and so forth to lean out what we used to do or how we used to do business to better utilize the resources we have to get the missions done.
0: So I know that balancing funding cuts and manpower is, is an extremely tricky business. So how do you maintain balance ensuring that TRADOC is sufficiently staffed for its important training missions?
1: Well, for me, I I work with my partners across the staff. There is uh, not one thing that I do here that I can do alone. Um, We work very closely with the folks in PAE and budget here within the G8, but also work across the other staffs within TradeOp. That's the G3, the G1, the G4, because it's... It's not just the dollar resources, it's the equipment resources. It's the um, on-board personnel resources. There's many factors that go into constrained resources. So you have to pull a team of experts together and figure out how are we going to get the best bang for what we have to get the missions done. Because anywhere you go, we're going to continue to do what we've always done with the mindset of we're not gonna fail at any mission. So I would say that you have to reach out with your partners across the staffs and make sure that you all are in agreement and understand what each other is doing to move ahead. So how did you get your start in manpower? That's uh that's really a funny question. So I started in manpower at USA FISA, which is now USA FEMSA, as a GS1. They have GS1s? They have GS1s, as they did when I started. <laughs> <laughs> I came to school half a day. Um, I went to high school half a day and then came to school about noon. And um, I started working for Bruce Gray, who let me work for him for about a month and then quickly fired me, and Mr. Kroll saved me. <laughs> And uh, thankfully he did and I worked for him at FISA for about 12 years um, and then went on to Inscom, and then on to TRADOC here. But yeah, I started as a GS1. So how do you engage with the CP11 community here? Um, we are partnered with the CP11 community so I work very closely with them, with them. Here in Tradeoff, we have a small cell, a training cell, in the G8, and we work hand-in-hand with CP11. So, one way that I'm partnered with them is my staff is, alongside with the CP11 community, working to get FM certified. There is nothing that we do in Manpower that is so unique from what the CP11 community does. Um, We all manage resources. It's the only difference is one is manpower, one is dollars. Um, so Mrs. Elmerson thought it was very important that we all get certified in FM. Cert. So um, So we work hand in hand. Um, all of our projects, we work together, uh, a lot of the training we attend is the same. It's kind of invisible here what career program we belong to. We are partners. At the end of the day, we are all partners.
0: Kind of so integrated that it's not like CP-11 sit on the left and CP-26 sit on the right. We're all just kind of here for the same... We're here for the same purpose, purpose, to serve the soldier. Well, everyone, that's all we have time for today. Our conversation with Ms. Anthony will continue in the next couple days. Be on the lookout for it on our Facebook page, our Divids page, and via our podcast. And until then, have a great Army Day.